2: tiffany cross join me and be a part of sisterhood friendship wisdom and laughter we gather a seasoned elder myself as the middle generation and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations prepare to engage or hear perspectives that
0: literally no one else has had listen to across generations podcast
2: on the iheart radio
0: app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast
3: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. I always tell people to lead with your gifts or your passion and don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dream. My interviews provided on this show are with Celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and what I like to call industry decision makers. My next guest is an entrepreneur. Her name is Liz Rogers. She is the executive chef and CEO of the Creamalicious brand. That's right, Creamalicious brand, a minority owned business that is implementing their innovative approach. To dessert category. We're talking about ice cream, y'all. Ice cream. Everybody knows I love ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. Chef, <laughs> I know I'm getting excited. I'm sorry. Let me calm down. Chef Leah Rogers honed her passion for cooking and cooking for others growing up in the Cleveland, Ohio area, you know, Steve Harvey country, under the watchful eye of her mother and grandmother. She prides herself on being truly innovative with her two-in-one desserts that pair uh, fresh-baked pastries with homemade ice cream made with only the freshest ingredients. Please Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I met her in person. She drove down, gave me some of that ice cream in person. Then I ordered some online. The queen of ice cream. That's what I call her. The queen of ice cream. Miss Creamalicious herself, Liz Rogers. How you doing, Liz? I'm great.
0: Thank you so much for having me today.
3: Cool. Uh, Liz, uh, ice cream. Why ice cream?
0: ice cream is the world's number one dessert. Um, ice cream makes people happy. It brings the world together. You know, we don't have to, you know, wonder what it is or what it tastes like. We just know that it's good. So ice cream just brings everybody together. So you can do so many whimsical things with it and just be as innovative as you want to be.
3: Well, you know, the word innovative now, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, I'm just a guy who eats the ice cream. Okay. There's certain ice cream that I really like. I'm not doing. Trash and the ice cream that I don't like, but I'm a big fan of certain ice cream. I've come from Texas, which is Blue Bell ice cream country. So I kind of like grew up on Blue Bell ice cream. And then you came to town, Atlanta, Georgia. That's my town. With your creamalicious ice cream, you know, just out of the blue, a friend of mine from Los Angeles recommended I should eat your ice cream, and outstanding. Ice cream was outstanding, Liz. But you, but you, but you, but you knew that though. But you, 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 you have the confidence in yourself to know you have a top of the line brand, correct?
0: Well, I, I'm an executive chef by trade and restaurateur, and I really wanted to make sure that I work with the top food scientists in the country to um, just really bring my brand to light. I am like. I, I really did not want to, to go in and um, put my label on a private label, someone else's um, brand. I really wanted to create my own intellectual property, uh, things and formulas that would be proprietary to Creamalicious. So I wanted to make sure that ice cream was extremely creamy. I wanted to make sure that all the pastries and the crust and everything was exactly the texture that it needed to be, and it wasn't soggy. So there was just a lot of time and a lot of thought and a lot of research that went into creating the ice cream before uh, this brand was actually um, created and, and able to go on the shelf.
3: Now, before we get in more detail about the about your creamalicious brand. There's always a journey to get here. You know, your four generations, you know, we mentioned your mom and your grandmother. Talk about that relationship that led you to the life of being an executive chef.
0: um, I'm the oldest of of, uh, four. So I'm the big sister. I have three brothers and my mom was a single parent. She was a welder. And so she taught me how to cook. And I used to cook for my brothers and take care of them while she was at work. And so the really cool thing was I spent a lot of time with my grandmother and I noticed she made just everything from scratch as well. She just Really made a lot of things from scratch, and we would make up stuff like pound cake and make Jello, and and top the pound cake with the Jello with some whipped cream. Just gave it a lot of different textures and flavors, and just you know, we just did whatever we wanted to do, and that was my opportunity to really spend time with my family, and my mom and my grandmother, and just really just build a bond. And that was our way of communicating love, and it's it's just full of amazing memories for the both of them.
3: Pound cake. Top it with jello and whipped cream. Girl, that sounds pretty good to me.
0: It's Just a light, delicious dessert. So it wasn't heavy and it, it was flavorful. So you you do the strawberry jello on top of a butter pound cake and some whipped cream. And it was just something we made that, you know, we would sit on the porch when it rained. My grandmother, she um she she loved like all these plants, she had a green thumb, you know, and, and we would sit there while it rained and you know, on the porch with like a thousand plants and eating this little dessert, and it it may not be much today, but back then it was just a really big deal for me.
3: Well, it's a big deal to me right now because I'm trying to figure out how I can get some. <laughs> That's you. Well, the cool thing about it is you have history in food. Now you had a very popular restaurant in Hamilton, Ohio. I believe it's the name of it. it was Mahogany. Now, now, what type of restaurant was that in the Ohio area? Tell me a little background on that. So is-
0: Mahogany's. Mahogany's was like a Southern cuisine restaurant. Uh, we made everything from scratch, but it really, um, we we really, we could give you an amazing plate of food, but it really was about the experiences. We had karaoke, live entertainment. It was very intimate, very small. Uh, kitchen was probably smaller than a submarine kitchen, I feel, but we did so many things out of there. And I think the big thing was we knew all of our customers' names. We were able to provide just this amazing welcoming experience and people would come there and eat. And it was almost like you were eating out of your mom or your grandmother's kitchen because that's how we cooked. So we peeled our, our yams. We didn't cook any yams out of a can. We picked our collard greens. Um, We smoked our wings. We had uh, amazing dry rubs and it was just a real good experience. And you never knew who you were going to meet when you came there and you just felt like you were home.
3: Now, when you have something like that, it feels it's more of a passion tied to the bottom line, but you had an opportunity to move to a new location. Now, why did you make that move? Because that new location sounded like a good idea, but it turned out not to be the right idea, correct?
0: You know, as an entrepreneur, you know, you you want to see your, your brands make it. You want to see everything expand. And um, a year and a half after being open, um, we became a really big destination. So it was Mahogany's in Hamilton was in a very small area, residential area, not the best area. But Hamilton was just an amazing, welcoming town. They really took a chance on me. I took a chance on them and had to really... Um, to town and just we just made something together i feel the community really supported it so we ended up having people driving for two hours away and buses coming from florida to come to this little bitty place and only had about 30 or 40 seats Mm -hmm. and i had the uh, city of cincinnati come to me and the mayor asking would i move my brand to the um, banks of cincinnati so i ended up being uh the first male or female african-american to be part of a major multi-million dollar development in the city of Cincinnati, uh, and I didn't take the the offer at first. But uh, with some of the leadership in Cincinnati, they thought it would be a really great idea. And based on the packages and the different things that I was offered, I thought it would be a good idea too. But it it ended up not being the best business move. So I learned a lot of lessons, but for me, it didn't mean I had to live in my lessons and uh, essentially just ended up making a really bad decision on expanding my brand and pretty much lost everything. So I always say as an executive chef, I don't cook with politics. And, you know, that was just something that I wasn't really familiar with. And I I pretty much ended up uh, being extremely uh, famous in town for taking that deal and uh, losing everything and then coming back.
3: Well, you no. Know, this show is about money-making conversations. It's also about advice. It's also I always like to take those little nuggets because you say you learn a couple of lessons about this because you're on the show about the success of cream militias and stores nationwide. You might make an appearance on a um, Ellen show, which is a national TV appearance. when you say because I always tell people you know follow your dream, and a lot of times people will give you advice, but they have no uh, like, like I say they have no. Uh, bone in the fight or no financial commitment in the fight. you just got good ideas. So that seems to me what happened. A lot of people with a lot of good ideas and it's for sure the city's going to support you. You know, everybody, the traffic's going to be natural down there. What lessons did you learn? Because a lot of people get these, these big opportunities and these good suggestions, but they need to do their homework on the suggestion. Correct.
0: That's correct. You know, you, first of all, you need to, to research things more um It's about partnerships. Uh, If everyone in a partnership is is a good steward and everyone's doing exactly what they committed to do and what they say that they're going to do, things should work out, right? But when you have a partnership and there's uh, other agendas and people aren't willing to make sure that you're successful, or maybe you were offered something just as a a pawn, maybe you were, it was a token situation. Every business should have the opportunity to succeed or fail on its own merits. Um, I went through a lot of being called the N-word. A great amount of racism. Um, you know, I, I, I struggled with a lot from uh, the African-American community, some uh, that felt that, you know, perhaps I was leaving them behind when essentially I was really trying to expand my brand and really take care of my family. Uh, dealt with a lot with the Caucasian community that really felt like I didn't have uh, the right to be on the banks, on the riverfront with a beautiful restaurant. Um, so, you know, I kind of caught it from both ends. But through all of that, I was able to create malicious and um, just deal with things on the other end and staying really, really focused. So I always say that if you're going to be involved in something, understand the rules of the game if you're going to suit up, because I didn't sit on the bench, right? I was in the game, you know, and I'm the type of entrepreneur, I'm just going to go for it. And fear paralyzes us. We have to understand that at the end of the day, you just got to go for your dreams. You know, you have to understand that, these are the rules. And they're not going to be fair. We can't sit around and say, oh, I didn't get the same treatment because you're not going to be, be treated the same, um, especially as a minority business. And you have to own everything. I own all of my mistakes. I own all the decisions I make. I'm human. Right? right. We all make mistakes. Um, we all are human uh, in business. We're we're learning said, my situation was a little bit more public. But I was able to really give a lot of minority chefs an opportunity to shine, give them a platform to be leaders, uh, give them a a platform to be a part of something great. So we have to understand that even if it's five seconds on the clock and I get the ball on the 50 yard line, I'm going for it. So I got a 50 50 chance of either making a touchdown or I'm going to get thrown to the ground. But at the end of the day, there's always another day to play, you know,
3: and that's where I'm at. Well, you're fantastic. you articulated as well as I would have wanted to. you it articulated to people who are watching this or who are listening to this on podcast. It's about money-making conversation. Now, your desserts in your in your bio say you craft your desserts by harnessing the familiar experience that Southern comfort food brings, blended with culinary artistry, which is your skill level. I'm just an eater, okay? But it's the art that you put it together because when I dug into your ice cream and you was watching me, you know, I, I I saw I saw the vanilla wafer you know I, I the red velvet tasted like red velvet talk about that whole process cuz like you said you wanted to make sure that that cookie wasn't soggy you wanted to make sure that the dessert felt like the dessert that you were selling on the uh, as far as the brand of the name cuz I'm going we're going we're gonna to get into the name of your funny dessert names that you put on here but talk about that process and and then you know cuz some people say some people's level of satisfaction could stop here, but you pushed it beyond their satisfaction to reach your standards, correct?
0: Right. So Creamalitions, it's, it's not just a dessert, it's an experience. You know, I want to take you on a journey. We're the storytellers, right? We We want to take you to better times. There's so many unprecedented times that we're having, you know, in the world right now. And I just want to let people understand that, you know, we all have something in common. We're not that different. We all love ice cream, right? Uh, different variations of ice cream, whether we're vegan or lactose intolerant. We want to make sure that creamalicious is in a dessert category of its own. There, There is no other ice cream on the market like creamalicious at this point. And I don't feel there will be because we all have our own niches. And I felt like I can carve my own niche by, first of all, being extremely authentic, um, making sure that we have Good comfort foods to basically comfort us during these crazy moments that we're having in life. You know, when you eat that slap your mama banana pudding, it just makes you feel happy, <laughs> according to the customers. They, you know, it's just so funny in different parts of the world, just looking at some of the video, they always say, oh my God, I just feel happy, right? And so, you know, just taking that second to just enjoy your dessert, making sure that that sweet potato pie tastes exactly like a slice of sweet potato pie. Uh, you uh, uh, Having those notes of nutmeg and cinnamon and fresh vanilla bean and a puree of uh, sweet potato with the actual butter butternut crust. I mean, you know, like we need that shortbread crust and, and everything in that dessert is homemade. And it's from an actual recipe that came from my mom and my grandmother's kitchen. So I just want people to experience that and not just have some ice cream and a pie. I just want to be a part of, of, of their lives and the experience at that moment.
2: It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah or going to midnight mass, And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
1: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination. Our sense of wonder.
3: now you, I gotta come on in. Now you kind of mentioned a little. You teased us a little bit on some of those names. But I'm gonna slow everybody down. She was just not throwing out names to be funny. Those are some of the actual names on the actual cartons of, bike, of ice cream you buy. Now this morning, I got up prior to my interview with her. I mm-hmm. ordered. You can order what they call the seven indulgent flavors. There's seven of them. You can order seven. Nice little discount you get on it. They, they ship it immediately via UPS. I already, I ordered it this morning. I already got my notice. Roughly we'll 4 hours later that the shipment is on the way that's how fast they operate the packaging is fantastic let's 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 go before I start getting into the flavors the packaging because and how did you come up with the name cream malicious
0: because instead of delicious i wanted it to be cream malicious you know um just whimsical like i didn't want it too upscale cuz this is an upscale dessert but i feel like upscale casual um, southern um Mainly just a Southern sojourn, you know, just like really like a soiree where you're just like, you know, just having an amazing time and, and dancing and just just enjoying everything that there is to enjoy about this particular dessert. And just the creaminess of it is really, really creamy. Um, it's a lot more creamier than most. And it's a super premium item. So it's it it really is a very high high product that we've made very decadent and very indulgent as well. So we didn't spare on anything. We do not use any artificial flavoring or coloring. Um, We don't use a lot of high fructose corn syrup or anything like that. So, you know, while it does have a lot of calories, I don't suggest eating a whole uh, pint if you're looking out for those calories. But if you are going to cheat, I need you to
3: cheat with Creamalicious. I'm just going to let you know, I did eat a whole pint. In fact... (laughs) How, how many? When you visited me, how many did you leave me? By what? about seven? How many? How many did you leave me? I,
0: left, I left you the seven indulgent flavors.
3: Okay, okay, cool. We have uh, two left. Okay, my oh, staff. Wow. Okay, my staff ate one total. You know, we all sampled a little bit of. But I'm just telling you, they probably consumed one. So, so that statement about don't eat one consume what I've done that and I apologize because it was just that good. You know, I I put it on, uh, I, I even had fun. I had a slice of sweet potato pie and I put my little my little cream delicious sweet potato pie right on top, and then I had a slice of peach cobbler. I was just having fun with your dessert because I can bake as well. So in my kitchen, I,
1: okay. <laughs> I just happened this week.
3: I, I happened to put it out there, and then so I'm a, I'm gonna post you on Monday under my motivation on Monday. I always post people on motivation about overcoming the odds, and I want to post you and, and recognize you overcoming the odds and now have uh, established a national ice cream, and you are the queen of ice cream. You you're, you're cream delicious. You're Liz Rogers, and I want to I want to talk about that. But that's what you're trying. To do right now, you're trying to get your brain out there. You're willing to become the face of your ice cream brand, and that's important, correct? It
0: is very important. You can't. I'm. I'm definitely not ashamed of of anything you know everyone has a story Mm -hmm. um you know sometimes we just can't keep getting so caught up in the things that we read I I just learned that just a regular person being a chef and just a regular person just um being involved with people writing stories and dealing with journalists and news and media and different things that was a different world for me that you know you can truly have an interview and then it turns into something else that and you know, you can be painted a different way, but I feel like the people that know me and understand these struggles and how hard it is to have a small business, um, what I'm doing and, and what I'm trying to do, especially with the, the ice cream right now, um, I this is it's bigger than me, you know. Um, being one of the first African-American ice cream manufacturers in mass production in the whole world today. You know, I I really want people to understand that this is really, really a big deal. There's a lot of ice creams out there on the shelf. Um, I went to a lot of different retailers and I had many, many doors slammed in my face. You know, they were like, you know, hey, you're a minority business, so we're not going to take a chance on you or they won't return your calls. And um, then they taste your ice cream and then there's all these things going on. Then you start to get calls. And I was really appreciative that Walmart and Meyer and Chinooks just really took a chance on me. Uh, Walmart is the biggest retailer in the world, and they just really, really believed in what I was trying to do prior to everyone doing things for African-American businesses. I really just wanted Creamalicious to stand on its own, you know, and I don't want to be a token. I want to earn my space on the shelf and compete just like anyone else. But I always say I'm going to compete with myself because I'm, I'm innovative. I'm forever changing, going to forever be creative and really give the consumer something different every time.
3: Well, you know, let's let's go down these uh, indulgent flavors uh, that I'm about to receive, and uh, I'm gonna. St- what I'm gonna do is when I get them, I'm gonna stack them all up in front of me, and I'm gonna take a picture and send it to you. And I'm gonna post it, you know, because everybody know I love sweets. Now you have a uh, Aunt Poonie's, that's right, Poonie's, right? Yeah, right. Uh, Aunt Poonie's caramel pound cake. Now, and then you have a, uh, 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 then you have Writer's Rain Red Velvet Cheesecake.
1: Mm, mm,
3: mm, mm. Thick as Thieves, Pecan Pie. Mm. Slap Your Mama, Banana Pudding. Porch Light, Peach Cobbler. We all know you're in the hood. You know about that porch light. Boy, <laughs> right. if you're not home before that light that's on, we're going to have a problem. I had that conversation with my dad several times growing up. Uncle Charles, Brown Sugar Bourbon Cake. And then Grandma Gigi's, Sweet Potato Pie. mm, mm. mm, mm. Now,
0: those stories, uh, you know, people need to understand the history of um, the South with the desserts. You know, the red velvet cake was uh, considered a celebration cake when African-Americans received their freedom. Uh, Porch light peach cobbler is just like what you said, you know, like we'll leave the light on for you. You're welcome. You Mm -hmm. know, This house is safe. You know, it's it was just, you know it was just really a big thing. You know, um, I have one called white cake that'll be out this summer and it's a uh, Southern white cake. And it was one of the first cakes that they made in the South and it was considered a peace offering cake. Um, Aunt Poonie's caramel pound cake. uh, She was my godmother and she actually made that pound cake in a cast iron skillet that was passed down from generation to generation to her daughter, Patricia, and they still have this cast iron skillet. And then finally, um, Uncle Charles Brown Sugar Bourbon, you know, everybody has an Uncle Charles. That that was the cool uncle that you couldn't <laughs> wait for him to come over. He always had his brand. He always had his stash and his flask. He's always drinking. But he was that uncle that everybody loved and and couldn't wait to see at the holidays. So, you know, malicious is, is each one of those brands. They're very authentic. They're about real people, real times, real stories. And, and we tell the stories. We're the storytellers. So people should know what they're eating. They should be a part of Each one of those flavors, I feel that someone can actually relate to uh, a better times, you know, in their lives and their Mm -hmm. family.
3: Now, do you, are we are we do we see any uh, cream malicious ice cream stands or pop-up stands uh, that's coming along the way? Because it sounds so fun. It sounds like in the middle of summer, I should see a, a cream malicious pop-up somewhere just to surprise people. Or some some quick stores that will pop up during the summer selling this brand or serving this brand. Because it's so fun and your storytelling is amazing and so authentic. That's what I love about it. Because, you know, like you said, when you say Grandma Gigi, I know grandma, and then you have slap your mama. You know, that's like a running tail, Boy, that food's so good, make one want slap your mama, boy. I'm telling you. You know, I, I, we know, that we've heard that so many times growing up. But every time we heard it, we smiled, we laughed. And so that's what you were saying. Like you said, you know, love, not hate. You want your ice cream to bring people together. And that's part of your brand. And that's part of your mantra that you really believe in and you're really selling, correct?
0: Right. And I, you know, it, it's 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 crazy because, you know, what is, what is your purpose? You know, like if you open that top, it clearly says there's a dream in every scoop. And I really believe that because even though it it, it was hard, you know, I felt like I wanted to give up, you know, sometimes and, and I didn't, you know, I, I persevered. It's almost, I always tell the story. Um, we all have driven in a car driving on fumes, hoping to goodness that we can get to the exit to get Martin. some gas before we run out. And that's what hope is. Hope for me, it fueled me, even when I went through so many failures and successes of launching my brands and my restaurants. You know, I was like, please just let me get to the exit and fill up, you know, on hope and so that I can get right back on the on the road. So for me, it wasn't about the destination because I know exactly what that destination is and where I'm going. It's more about the journey journey. Who am I meeting along the way? You know, I'm, I may stop off at this town. I may, you know, meet this person, and and maybe this person may even get in the car with me and and ride with me to a town here and there. You know, a few miles, and then they got to get out the car, and then I realize, you know, what I'm dealing with. But even in those lessons, you know, you know what dead ends are. You know what street to turn down. You know what's going to work and what's not. And then you're 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 learning. And I'm praying to you know launch my foundation because that's essentially why I launched cream because there is a dream in every scoop and there are many entrepreneurs out there that they're afraid they're afraid to fail that's true and I just want to say today don't be afraid to fail you have absolutely nothing to lose you may make it the it, the, it, the more you try and the more you go for it you're eventually gonna make it and I just want you guys to know that I'm here I'm looking for you like Professor Xavier on X-Men, like I'm looking for those entrepreneurs that I can help build teams around them, give them resources. It's not like somebody can come and give you five million dollars, but that's not going to guarantee your success or that you're going to stay in business. Right. Multi-million dollar brands have money injected into them all the time. What we need as minority businesses is we need CPAs. We need advisors. We need attorneys. We need people that's going to help us with our operations We need to learn how to build teams. We need to learn and have resources that's gonna sustain our business. And through buying a pint, if you're buying a pint, what I'm praying to build is you are inadvertently helping another entrepreneur with their dream. That's why I say there's a dream in every scoop. So I just want people to understand that they can be a part of something great through this pint, because that's what it's all about
3: for me. Wow, you are incredible. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I've interviewed over 600 people. The gems you are dropping. Dr. George Frazier is the closest I've had on this show that come that has come to you as far as being able to recognize the, the battles of being an entrepreneur and how to advise and also how to inspire. You are incredible. Now, Liz, you have, before we leave, the Creamalicious brand is expanding. You said you have some vegan products that are coming out. Are there other line brands that we need to know about before we wrap up the interview?
0: So Free Malicious does have a vegan line coming out this summer and an, an additional seven flavors, um, like the Apple Cobbler, the Peace and Quiet cake. We have a Strawberry Crunch cake. Uh, we have a uh, Mama Woe's uh, Chocolate Brownie. We have Baby Listen, and that Baby Listen is a white <laughs> chocolate brownie. So I don't know if you've ever had the Applebee's white chocolate brownie Mm -hmm. um, with the maple crema. I mean, we have some really amazing flavors. And then for the vegan line, um, I pretty much developed a Southern mimosa and sangria line. So it's dairy free um, and it's completely made with fresh juices and uh, fruit. Mm -hmm. So we'll have uh, people that are a little bit more health conscious and vegan and if you're lactose intolerant, I just wanted to create a line for you as well. Um, and so we have some really amazing things. And Cremalicious does have a complete frozen dessert line. So each one of those pints that you have, they have a cake, a cobbler, or a pie to go with those pints. Every every dessert is a match for the pint.
3: Wow. Thank you. You are incredible. Now, you know when that line comes out, you got it. your boy. Okay, now. You got, got you. To you. You got me, right? You got me, right? I got you. Come on now, because I, cause I got this already. I got this already. It's coming this week. I'm going to take some photos, put it on social media. More important, congratulations. I'm a fan. I'll be there whenever you need this phone call of support. We're going to sit down and talk about some marketing ideas, because you really, really are special. And the world needs to hear your story. Okay, Liz? Thank you,
0: sir. And I appreciate you and your team's support. Um, I just really want to You know, just ask that, you know, everyone get behind this because, you know, it's I can't change the world by myself, nor would I ever try. But I can reach out and touch someone. I can make ripples in the pond. I can touch someone and their reach can touch Mm -hmm. someone. And then before you know it, we're across the globe. You know, it's just about having purpose in life. And this is God's purpose for me Mm -hmm. and my passion. I just want to get out here and help other entrepreneurs and inspire them to not just exist, but start living
3: where are you doing that. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation, Liz Rogers, the queen of ice cream, uh, Miss Creamalicious. Thank you. <laughs> if you want to hear or see any interviews of Money Making Conversations, please go to moneymakingconversation.com or subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.
2: In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. You coming to bed, hon?
1: Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow!